<laughs> I can't I can't turn my body to point the one at you, but we're recording nonetheless. Okay, so I, I have a special I have a special theme for this week. Ooh. Okay. Ready for it? If it's an audio that just says Adam Cole to me over and over again, I'm gonna riot. Adam Cole, baby! Adam Cole, baby! I'm not standing for this. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Mm. But that is neither here nor there. Welcome to Man of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. And today we are going to... I'll let you get a little bit off your chest so you can at least explain to me what the hell you're so excited about in wrestling. And then we have got... I was supposed to do research, but I had to work and didn't have any time. But we've got to talk about video games and what makes uh, upgrades worthwhile. Because we disagree on this specific topic, and I think it'll be a good thing to jabber about. Um, so wait, so, so that, that, got, that got through, right? Like that's, that's our new theme for this week? No. No, it's not our new theme for this week. The, 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 I'm going to play it again if it's not the new theme for this week. I'm, I'm being can, very serious right now. I will play it in a more clear form right there so it goes through the recording better, but I'm not going to make it the intro or outro because that's illegal. I don't really think anyone's going to... I mean, Christ, he's not even currently in, but I'll send you the link to it just so that it, you can get the right thing. I still pray that one day we get famous off this, and I don't want that episode to be the reason we have to pay out the ass, so I should I probably... Really don't, I kind of have a I Frank Ocean song on one of the first episodes, and I may or may not have Metallica for the like, second, but that's not what this is about. Uh, I'm confident that, like, we're not going to get oh sued God, Twinkle, do, it's not for a lot leave of money. Me alone. My cat is going to be pestering this whole time. If you hear meows or her brush up against the mic, you know exactly why that happened. All right, then. All right. But, yeah. So okay, tell wait, me fine, what fine. happened. Wrestling, this uh, happened at, at Monday Night okay. Raw, which my buddy was no, no, at, no, by no, the no. way. No, no, no. No? This, this happened at NXT TakeOver uh, in oh, Brooklyn. Oh, right, 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 right. Yep, NXT TakeOver. So, yes, I okay. had a friend, JJ, who was there. I'll tell you the story about that in a second. F- tell me why okay. you're so goddamn hard about it for the past, like, <laughs> two or f- two to two to three days. Okay. Um, basically... Um, when I was kind of getting out of ROH because they were losing a lot of people that I liked to WWE. What's ROH? Oh yes, um, Ring of Honor. It's oh, a, okay, it, that's it, what that is. Many people see it as WWE's like they their top competition. I really don't think that's necessarily true. I feel like New Japan probably is, but they just aren't. They haven't really got a foothold in the states yet, so people don't think it. But I was like, I'm pretty sure once they have a foothold in the states. That'll be, go back to like the WCW, WWE days. But we'll, that's neither here nor there. Anyway, um, like as I was getting out of uh, Ring of Honor because they lost a lot of their guys, like uh, Kevin Steen, who's now Kevin Owens, El Generico, who was uh, who is now Sami Zayn, and you can go on and on and on. Um, Tyler Black, who's Seth Rollins. Um, like one of the guys who kind of did keep my interest, and I kind of kept watching a little bit here and there purely because of him was Adam Cole because when I first saw him in ROH I thought he was like he was fine but like his tag in his tag team was cool but like I didn't really think much like he was like, he's kind of a white meat baby face so I was like who the I mean he, he's cool he has potential but like whatever and then I saw him in CZW Combat Zone Wrestling which is basically like blood and guts wrestling but um he worked there as a heel 
And he was a fantastic heel. He reminded me of a young CM Punk. Like, he was amazing. Okay. And I was like, holy fuck, dude. If they get if they turn him heel in Ring of Honor, he will be the top guy in Ring of Honor. And, like, a year or so later, it happened. And they made him the champion. And his first championship ring wasn't anything special. It wasn't really until uh, his second one, which was also around the same time, that he became... Because uh, basically, when ROH made a deal with New Japan Pro Wrestling... Um, part of that was basically ROH to use the Bullet Club, and they have some like booking power either way. Okay. And so they added Adam Cole to the Bullet Club. And to me, that is one of the golden eras of the Bullet Club when we had basically like uh, Adam Cole, um, Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, like that that whole like crew. Like that's that was amazing. And like a few months ago, like there was rumbling because he talked about it for years. So he he basically had done two WWE tryouts, and they turned him down both times. Um, but he had always wanted to go there, and uh, I was it was like I was like three months ago. He basically he dropped the belt on his way out of Ring of Honor, and like everybody kind of knew what was going to happen. But like there was a thing with WWE where like they had started actually basically while people were still under contract, offering them WWE contracts for like the second their contract expired, and finally Ring of Honor sued them, and it was just like, hey, here's an idea. Stop doing that. <laughs> like, um, it's kind of like they would jump the gun on... So so instead of Ring of Honor getting the chance to offer like a proposal yeah. or something, they would be like, hey, as soon as yours is done, this is here. This is waiting, yeah, exactly. and you're coming for it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so okay, like, I'm following you, I'm following you. So like, there was like a whole thing where basically there was like three months where you didn't really hear anything... Um, and so I spent literally all of the takeover special like waiting because what, basically what WWE had done for a while was basically showing their newest signees in the crowd like during like a, an important event mm-hmm. and like be like that's what they did with like Drew McIntyre that's what they did with Bobby Roode and like so like, I spent the whole show waiting for Adam Cole and I actually that morning had worn my Bullet Club T-shirt and I even posted on Instagram where I was just like hoping for an Adam Cole takeover. And I literally spent the entire show like waiting for it. And then by the main event, he hadn't shown up. I'm like, son of a bitch. I was just like, so they're not going to have him show up. This is bullshit. Mm-hmm. And then literally, the like they had Drew McIntyre beat Bobby Roode for the belt. And they very the, the entire show was good, except for the main event. It was really mediocre. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing that saved the main event was as soon as Drew McIntyre had the title, um, first, Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, known in Japan as Red Dragon, uh, who had recently signed the WWE, uh, walk down to the ring, and then as Drew McIntyre is looking at them, Adam Cole, baby, enters the <laughs> ring, super kicks Drew McIntyre while he's down, picks up the belt, takes it, poses with it, and throws it down, and then poses the three of them off the show. And apparently, as the show is going off the air, like he like I they did this only made the online, they didn't make the actual like show. But like, he actually did the, like Adam Cole, baby. And, like, okay, so that's a thing. So that's a thing he does. That's why you've been saying it. He yells Adam Cole, baby. That's his like yes. You know, like yes. like Daniel yes. Bryan's yes. Yes, that's okay. why his his theme song starts with him saying it like forty seven times. Okay, okay, because uh, that didn't make any. I didn't know if that was you showing general like like legitimate excitement or if that was a thing he did, a la the yes by Daniel Bryan. So I'm learning. It's both I'm learning. things. It's both things. <laughs> Um, Twink, and also I'm was... not going to tell you again. <laughs> Say hi to also that I, di- I didn't feel like you showed proper enthusiasm, Mr. Like, love what I love. I didn't understand. <laughs> I love what I understand, and I had no idea what was going on. 
So then it became a thing where I even I told people who knew you from Best Buy, I was like, I'm currently trolling Kevin Mills pretty hard with Adam Cole, baby, until he yeah. either like breaks completely or gets into it. I don't care which happens. I, I have not followed it at all, and I'm going to be following it again, uh, mainly because I'm bored, and I'm catching up on Game of Thrones and all that, and there's just something else to throw into the mix, but I'll get there. Yeah, I'll get there when I get there. I have a fr- okay, so I'll tell you JJ's story. I think I texted you. So, yeah. uh, he went and uh, he, I I tried to compare him to you as far. So him and Jeff obviously are super excited. I tried to compare their enthusiasm for wrestling to yours, as in whose was better. I I don't doubt that your knowledge is above theirs, but that's just because of your memory, not necessarily your interest. Like you know what I mean? Like I love. For example, there is literally like three things I like. I passionately follow. It's like comics, movies, and professional fucking wrestling. No, no, but what I mean is anything, even stuff you're not passionate about, you remember because you have a a really, really good memory. I can be head, you know, balls deep into like, for example, Destiny. You remember how hard I got over playing Destiny when that was big? I still don't know any of the characters' names, any of the bad guys' names, like what the lore is. I don't fucking remember that stuff. And my buddy Matt, who I play it with, remembers all of it. So even if I'm that passionate, I remember it. So when it comes to knowledge, I don't doubt that you would have the upper leg in that res- in that regard. But like overall love for it is where it kind of gets dicey. So Pat, so Jeff, or not Jeff, use your words, Kevin. JJ went to Brooklyn NXT, and he was standing. They were right like two spots over from the curtains where the people all come over. So he had the story about I can't remember the girl's name. Uh, there was a female wrestler there who didn't come out. She was in the background. Uh, oh, Twinkle, don't lay on my keyboard! And, uh, sorry. And, uh, so they they saw her and, I guess, uh, a fan, like a little girl, was, like, saw her through the curtains and got, like, super jazzed up. It was, like, calling her name and waving. And the security guard was like, hey, there's a, there's a, there's a little girl right there. Like, check it out. And then she looked up off her cell phone. And looked back down like nothing. So the girl's like going crazy still. Like, oh my god, I have to, like, just, if you were to wave at me, I'd faint right now. Was like this girl's level of excitement. Uh, And then this wrestler lady looks up one last time and just walks away into into the back. Like, didn't even look up. It's someone JJ really loves. I'll actually get her name and you can tell me if she's cool or not. Okay. And, uh, And then we'll follow through on that. But that's not what I was saying. So they're there, right? I was saying, if, if, it, if it's Oscar, she doesn't have the strongest grasp of English, so like that could also be a factor. I don't. It doesn't. That doesn't sound familiar. What was that okay. female wrestler? Uh, who was rude? And so he's he's sitting there, right? He gets to see all these. Like he sees her. He sees the little girl reacting. Whatever. He sees people like a few minutes before it's their turn to come out. You know, like the the curtain will Girl, waver a little. It's called- it's called gorilla position, yes. Yes. So the curtain will waver because of one reason or another, and he'll see him like, oh. So like 30 minutes before the end, he sees Adam Cole behind there. So him and his buddy turn their cameras and just just point him there. Like they paid attention to what was going on, but they made sure that at all times they were aware that that curtain was like about ready. Uh, and then they finally got the pictures and they freaked out and shit like that. But he was, I don't know. If, if he was excited just because of the fact that he was coming out or if he really follows Adam Cole, I didn't follow like, I didn't follow up my questions there. All I know is like saw him and just decided for the next 30 minutes, this is my focal point until this guy walks out. And then he had a, a great rest of the show, but I still don't get it. I mean, what's the thing is like to show my fucking level of enthusiasm, I drove uh, 
two hour, two and a half hours, three. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was really far. I yeah. did it for Poughkeepsie for NXT once. Oh, that's right. I, I remember that. I've gone to uh, NXT uh, two or three other times in Albany. Mm-hmm. And like, so yeah, so like my fucking, like, the only thing is like, before this, like, I was just kind of like, I still like NXT, but like my interest kind of like shifted to like more towards New, New Japan. Mm-hmm. And then like, my, my interest is still heavily in New Japan. Uh, but like after this, I'm like, so now we have a roster that includes like Drew Galloway or Drew McIntyre, or whatever the fuck, um, Adam Cole, uh, Bobby Fish, who I've met in real life several times. Is he a gangster? In Saratoga. Yeah, oh, yeah, no. Like I think I told you the story. Like where um, he first came into Best Buy, and I was so afraid to like talk to him that I just took, took like creepy pictures of hey, him. Hey, remember from, that time that you were in there? That was awesome. Every time I had away. to fight that. I literally had to fight that. The second time he came in, because he came in like, a, like a, literally the next day. And I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm not doing this every day. So like, I walked over and I was just like, I just want to let you know. Like, I'm a really big fan of yours. Like, I love the Red Dragon stuff in Japan. I love your work in Ring of Honor. I just want Wait, you he know works it. in Japan? Yeah. he's he, Well, he's not anymore. Now he's WWE. But, but, he, but yeah, he, was. he was with Japan. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, and then like, because like, I'd heard, like I'd watched Ring of Honor, and they, they announced him as being from Saratoga Springs, New York, but I just figured that was like when John Cena's announced as being from like West Newbury, Massachusetts. Like, yeah, he's from there, but he doesn't fucking live there. Yeah. And then like, uh, literally like every day for the course of like a week, I was seeing Bobby Fish. I'm like, so clearly Bobby Fish lives here. And like, uh, and then like, there was actually one day where like he came in, it was like right after his mom died, so he'd missed uh, the ROH shows. And I didn't know what to do. Like, I even told Raul, like, I don't know what to do here. Like, I was like, I want to be like, I'm sorry about your mom, but I don't know how to do that without being creepy. And he's like, well, he has a public life. I'm like, yeah, but it's just weird because I'm just like, but he's using the same name as, like, his wrestling name and his real yeah. name. So, I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, the worlds are colliding in a weird way. Basically, like, in that scenario, all you would say is two simple words, my condolences, and then just walk away. What? Like, you give him his space and you just say that and boom. Well, I no, I checked him out. That was the thing. Is oh, like, okay, you were ringing him out. Yeah. So like, um, so I ended up. I didn't say anything, and then I tweeted him like later that night, and I was just like, I basically told him the story. I'm just like, I didn't really know what to do, so I like, I just kind of said nothing. But just so you know, I'm really sorry about your mom. And he did tweet me back where he just he thanked me. That's um, wonderful. And actually, uh, Justin um, recently uh, was at Starbucks. And I guess because Justin works at Starbucks, and he was, like, making something. And he saw this guy. He's like, that guy looks familiar. And then, like, uh, whoever was working, like, wrote on the cup. And, like, it's like, Bobby? And he's like, are you Bobby Fish? And then, like, he's like, yeah. I was just, and Justin congratulated him for signing WWE, and they fist bumped. That's and awesome. I was just, and so, like, when he showed up uh, on NXT, uh, Justin's like, I kind of know that guy. And I was just <laughs> like, I was like, I love him so much. <laughs> like... But yeah, so it's really cool. Um, but yeah, so like the fact that like now we have like that faction, and like obviously you already has still have like Tommy End there and Kenta there. Uh, I'm using their original names, not their WWE names, it's just easier. Um, Wait, what's Bobby's WWE name? Is it different? No, Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley gets to keep their names. I'm cool with it as well. Um, but Tommy End is now Alistair Black, uh, Kenta, Hizeo Tommy, uh, La Sombra. Kunta is... Kente? His name is Kent- Toby. No, his name is Kenta. His, his real name, is, name is Toby. His real name is Kenta Kobayashi, but uh, his WWE name is Hideo Itami because WWE likes to own names. Do you think it would be um, super like out of taste and like like distasteful to, to 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 tweet him your name is Toby and see if any responses come my way? 
I don't doubt you will get a response, honestly. <laughs> Damn it. I think she'll just ignore you. Okay. Well, I'll have yeah. to find a way to get that on the, on the interweb so it catches his attention, and he calls me a racist asshole, and I'll be like, I did it! I got it! He's, I got my response. He's, he's not even black, so it must be weird. That's not the uh, point. This is about names. I don't see color, Patrick. <laughs> um, oh, her name. But- JJ texted me back. Becky Lynch. Oh, fair enough. Wow, I wouldn't have seen that as being... Yeah, she... she. I mean, don't get me wrong. You never know the circumstances of the day. Who knows what was going on? Who knows who she was talking to? How she was feeling? But she blew this, like, 10-year-old girl off twice. She didn't have to walk out or nothing. Just a quick wave and a smile, like basically all celebrities ever have ever done. Just a quick, oh, thanks for, you know, cheering for me. Nope, she just looked at her phone, looked back up, walked away. Well, yeah, that was like uh, the time that like I almost lost my shit. The first time I went to NXT, the first time NXT actually left uh, Florida, uh, Albany was the second show, and I was there. Justin was supposed to be with me, but he ended up bailing. Uh, I was still working healthy living at the time, and uh, I did a two sweet when Finn Balor came up, came out, and mm-hmm. like he t- two sweeted me back, and I was just like. My life has reached its pinnacle. <laughs> I, was just like, I can die now. <laughs> That's why I was really sad when I went back with uh, Jana, and like he was like. He's like, granted, he's way smaller. Like he's like he's only a little bit bigger than Austin Aries, and Austin Aries is like Justin's size. So he's probably like what five ten, five eleven. Oh maybe? no, no, I would guess like five, five, five six. So you're saying I could take him in a fight? No, I definitely don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> you can't give me anything. Not even this one thing. Ah, all right. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he was like too sweeting, and I was just like, I was like, I had it up, but I was like, he didn't do it. I'm like. It's because I'm so much fucking taller than you. This is bullshit. Like, I don't like this. <laughs> Hands down. Hands down. I feel like bad luck falling right now. This uh, is unfair. That would be pretty cool. Uh, but, yeah. So, like, I get it. But, yeah, whatever. I mean, it's I just wouldn't expect that from her. But, yeah. I mean, I guess, whatever. But, yeah, the uh, Adam Cole thing. I, I thought it was weird that he was in Gorilla. Like, he came through the crowd. But, what else? I actually uh, think it's funny. is Kevin Owens, uh, who had had, like, a really long history with Adam Cole, like, they were part of the Mount Rushmore of wrestling in um, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. And, like, they're, like, real-life really good friends. Like, when Kevin uh, won the belt, uh, it was, like, right after uh, the second time Adam Cole won the belt uh, in our Ring of Honor. And, like, they took a picture in their hotel with the two of them. It's, like, there's two guys and their belts. And, like, they've been really good friends for a really long time. And he tweeted that night where he's just, like, two of the, the best moments of my career. He's just, like, obviously, like, title wins in my debut, but, like... Seeing Adam Cole show up in WWE in person was uh, is that that's up there. And I'm like, I'm not crying, you're crying. <laughs> I'm just cutting onions. I'm making a lasagna, okay? For one, and then he just cries harder. I can't take credit for that joke. That's a flight of the Concords joke, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I have to point out something really quick. So my buddy Tommy, who's quickly, he's probably number two on my list of best friends around here. Definitely making a, a good case for number one. He started listening to our podcast, and he listened to the uh, Rick of Thrones one that we just did, and he liked it. But he was saying it, it goes really long. Like, it, it, like our episodes run long. And my point was, like, you'll look at the timer, because I have a timer. I mean, you could look at our, our Skype call, but that's never totally indicative, because we yeah. talk a few minutes, or sometimes really long if we're having issues. Um, it's already been 19 minutes, and I feel like I haven't even said anything that I want to say. Like, I'm, I'm so ready to keep talking, and I understand that maybe a half-hour episode would be more digestible by people. There is no way I could get the stuff I wanted to say out in no, a half-hour, no. though. Oh, never. It has, to be at least, it has to be at least an hour, but I learned with Mil- or with uh, Cardinal a long time ago. Because we have first, the reason the first episode of Men of the Machine 
is two hours. Like we like we did a two hour episode. Of hey, 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 we're, we're men of the machine. Er, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Uh, the first episode of Get to Punksters, uh, the reason it's two episodes, even though we were, it was one long episode that we, we recorded was because we were like, oh, we have to keep it under an hour. We just felt like that was the rule that was kind of like imposed by like the universe. Yeah. And then at a certain point, we just would just like we would get like hour and fifty minutes, hour and a half, and then we'd occasionally hit like two hours, mm-hmm. and then we were just like, "Who the fuck cares?" Like, it's yeah, like, like I, I'm not gonna like if you. Cause there's tons of podcasts I listen to that are like yeah. an hour and a half, two hours. Education and tell them Steve Dave are always past an hour, and I I can listen to them all day long. Just keep playing but, them, let it roll. I'm saying like I mean like I'm I'm going like places. I mean yeah, I might not listen to it all in one shot, but I might like listen to like half of it there and half of it back. Like. Yeah. It's well, like it's whatever. Like my like, my big like, thing is that we are very clearly not professionals at this. If ever we got offered, let's say Smodcast wanted us to be on their channel, or we got sponsors that wanted to be on here, if, if for whatever reason the stipulations were like make it a half hour, sure, I'll do it. But right now, this is mostly for us, and I'm okay. So basically, with them you're going. saying I will sell out so hard. No, 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 no. I'm not going to change the name and spend 20 minutes talking about a sponsor, but. If for whatever reason they were like, "Hey, it w- you you'll get more views and we can promote you harder if you came down to half hours." Sure, that's easy. I can just I would just never, I would turn it into to a half hour podcast. <laughs> I've listened to a few and they they're too quick. Like it's too quick for me, and I'm I'm over it. I, I'm in and out of the conversation. I don't like it. But I would do like I've already told you before that if our schedules allowed it more, I would love to do more episodes than just one a week. So if if they made me do half hour episodes, I would do two or three a week. I'd I would record all in one. Like we could just sit here and keep talking, but I would break it up into three. Well fine. Um, that that would be fine. But I'm just saying, like, even though I still am just like if if you want like a half an hour podcast, like I don't understand. Like it's just like most podcasts are an hour at least. So yeah, like whatever definitely. like but, he started listening. That made me feel really good. I, I really respect Tommy's opinion on most things except for Watchmen because he's incredibly wrong about Dr. Manhattan and refuses to read it, even though he knows he needs to to get the full scope, yet he claims he doesn't need to. Oh, man, I'm going to get so amped up, but I'll just yell at him tomorrow. Um, But yeah, so that, that was what I was going to say because I have a thousand things I wanted to ask. Forgot most of them. I know we're talking about video games. Uh, so that's neither here nor there. Here's the the skinny let me let, here's the rub all right i just pre-ordered the xbox one x and i am through the roof excited about it admittedly for basically one thing but that's not that's neither here nor there so the argument came up hold on you know what patrick let's be legitimate about this and let's go verbatim so i will read the conversation back and forth and then we will uh 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 discuss about what is needs to be so you're literally going to like (laughs) do our conversation okay (laughs) you know i'm gonna uh next episode topic adam cole baby how about no adam cole baby and then five minutes later what are we talking no i'm not gonna do that part so basically (laughs) i said uh that i pre-ordered the xbox one and x and destiny 2 and got super jazzed up and this is the exact conversation I have no desire for one right now, but congratulations, says Patrick. Whoop, says Kevin, as I tend to do. Uh, Until it's more than just better graphics, I give zero fucks. Until there are games I literally can't play, I'm good, says Patrick. Which, I will say now, is a justifiable standpoint, or, or is a justifiable view, but let's get on. I say, I mean, isn't 
that what all upgrades are, just better graphics? Patrick says, um, no. I say, yeah, it is. Gameplay has been the same for years. Things get smoother and better quality, and that's what the 1X is. It doesn't affect anyone who doesn't have a 4K HDR TV, but I have that. Basically, that was two points in one text message. Uh, Patrick says, I'm working and can't debate this right now, but I disagree. Another message to really drive it home completely. And then I say we have a topic for today to talk about. Patrick says, Adam Cole, baby, two more times, and we end that conversation. So, uh, how do we start this? Where would you like to start this? Okay, first of all, if you say the gameplay is the same, like, I invite you to replay the classic NES and then play, like, no, no, fucking no, no, no. Halo okay. 5. <laughs> okay, I don't, I don't mean across the board, because, yes, Mario side-scrollers have transformed into wonderful 3D world bullshit. What I mean is... In every iteration, it's an upgrade in some respect. So, for example, the upgrade from, let's say, PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2 didn't really change anything gameplay-wise. Like, the controller stayed identical and the overall mechanics were I the same. Literally, but... I have literally never owned a PlayStation, so I can't Okay, okay, from Xbox 360 to... Or Xbox One to... Or, damn it. The original Xbox, not Xbox One. The original Xbox to the 360... Or Do even, the, or even the 360 to the one, modern gaming. You know what? Let's narrow that down. Let's cut it down from 2005, I think, is when the PS3 and the 360 came out. From 2005 on, if you take, um, well, I mean, hell, even a good example is how many remastered games are coming out lately, which you're not necessarily a sucker for, but they clearly have a market. So Skyrim, my favorite game of all time, remastered. It is the identical game. They didn't increase gameplay at all. But with the texture enhancements, the graphic updates, it smooths everything out, and it's a worthwhile, in my opinion, a worthwhile upgrade. And you can use that kind of um, grid to generalize all games. Gameplay from the 360 to the 1 in general was not an upgrade. I mean, I I disagree, um, just by virtue of the fact that, like, even from, like, the 360 to the 1, like, if you played, like, Halo 3 and, like, Halo 4, like, it's a massive difference. Like, if you played, like... I'm trying to think of whatever the fuck last... Now, is um, that, is that though, my question to you is, and obviously neither of us are freaking like, engineers or designers, is that difference because of the hardware or because of the software or because of the engine that they use, like, Unreal Engine and shit like that? Like, could the even, 360s controls have been replicated but with worse graphics was that just thing was even we're we're back and forth in here real quick was that just a sign of the times because as things come on you come out with different ways to do things or was that required by the xbox one i don't think it was required by the xbox because the thing is like if you look at like the size of even like um arkham city versus like arkham knight like arkham city was 360 arkham knight was xbox one okay and it's it's much bigger. Like, it's it was. much, it much was. bigger. Yeah. So it's like, that's the whole thing, is like, it might not be that it's like a huge difference in terms of like the look and feel, or whatever, but like, it's enough of a difference to make me be like, okay, like, this is totally worth it. Well, because that was my whole thing with um, getting Xbox One, if you remember. Like, when it first came out, I didn't really give a shit. Because you like, could my... play both, all games on both at first. What? Well, no, it's not even this, that. It's just, like, um, there was no... Yeah, I mean, it was just, like, basically things were identical, and that was the whole thing, was, like, the first time, 
that I was gonna. I actually was. I was gonna get it for um, Arkham Knight because I was like, that's the first game that I can't play on 360. Yeah. But I ended up getting it for um, Mortal Kombat like a month before Mortal Kombat came out, just because I saw how like it was improved from like the 360 to like the one version. So I was like, all right, fine. Um, like it's. But that's the thing is like the Xbox One X. My only thing is like again, I'm not like. Anyone that wants it, I'm not like saying like if you want to spend five hundred dollars, like rock on, it's your fucking money. But it's like Yeah, I totally shouldn't have done that. Franny still doesn't know I pre ordered it. So if you listen to the sweetheart, I already did it, so I guess we'll we'll roll those dice. <laughs> um But that's my whole thing, is I'm like, if you want to, like rock on. But it's like for me, um like if I didn't get the one S uh when I got the uh when I got my TV from Joe I might be tempted, just it would basically give me something to like play 4K Blu-rays with. But since I have the One S, I can play 4K Blu-rays on that. I'm like, there's really nothing that makes me well, want it. So that's a good until you we go. get to the point of until we get to the point of like there's shit that like cause I, what I've been told recently um, by Lee Hathaway. He told me to shout him out. I'm, I, this is actually the perfect moment to shout him out. Shouts out for you, Lee. We love you. Uh, was uh, he uh, was telling me that basically like what they're going to do is um if you're playing a game that's available on the one x and you have 4k and whatever um it'll basically there'll be like a little preview that you can look at where it'll show you what it'll look like on the one x versus uh what you have yeah and i'm like i until we get to the point where like me looking at that is like holy shit i'm missing out like i don't really think and i don't think it's gonna happen honestly for a good long while the biggest difference will be which tv do you do most of your gaming on now so you have your xbox out in the living room you have your xbox one s on the fucking amazing tv you have in your bedroom i'm not jealous because i have a newer tv but you have an oled and it's just there's parallels like mine's 65 years 55 i'm it's 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 not so much as a dick measuring contest as much as it is like whose is prettier. Like yeah, it's the same size as far as quality goes, but like there's enough differences. Like yours has a few more veins than mine, but mine's like more straight. But you know, and I'm circumcised, which is great. But like yours doesn't have hair going up the shaft. You know what I mean? Like it's it's just a quality check back and forth. So any that what was I? Sorry, I got really off topic there. <laughs> so if you're playing on your 1080p TV and you see those previews, it won't affect you really in any major way. But if you're in your bedroom on that glorious TV that you have in there, and you're like, that's what I could be playing on, like holy shit that's what i could be looking at again you're right it is purely graphical there's other stuff the one x does but in that respect like destiny 2 for example is one of the ones that's slated as um like certified because they they guaranteed you no games will come out for the one x that won't be available for the one like they said this is not a new system it's just an it's just a it's a more powerful of the original so you're right you're not going to miss out on anything my god like the quality when you're in your room and you're on that tv and you see it like i think a year from now when oh god what games do you like that would be uh, appropriate for this like call of duty who gives a fuck it's the same game either way it always has been um, and even then i'm not getting world war ii anyway so. yeah i'm i am so on the fence right now but when i am you, not on the fence at all <laughs> like with destiny i played the beta and it looked amazing yeah. but to think that it could look better the one game that I have already f- can covered my computer screen and semen three times just thinking about, like, 
I want that to be as perfect as possible. I cannot wait. And that game is going to be HDR and 4K certified. It's going to be glorious. What's like the whole thing is like, um, I play almost equally um, on both. Like, cause I, I don't really play that much like these days. Which I mean, it's just cause like I don't know. It's like, I mean, I probably will. It's usually like winter is when I game more because I don't leave yeah, the house as much. That's definitely the same um, for me. But yeah, um, but like when I have been playing, like um, Injustice Two uh, plays in HDR uh, on my TV oh, yep, yep, in there yep. in my room, and it also play. It doesn't play HDR here. But like to me, I'm like. I don't care. Like I can, just, I'm, I'm, just, I'm fine going back and forth. Like it just like, there is no real difference to me. I'm just like, it's, it's fine. Like yeah, that it looks better, but like I'm just like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm we just had like, a similar discussion when it came it, to buying the TV in the first place, where I was like, you're a cinephile. Like you should enjoy them in their like most uh, uh, impressive standard. Like you should search for the perfect quality version. You're like, no, I, I read it for the, the, or I watch it. Sorry. For the story, for the the script, for the acting, like the quality is kind of fucking irrelevant. We're on different sides of the spectrum there. I feel like. Well, no, I mean, okay, yes, like my Guardians Two 4K looks fucking. Oh, did you buy it like, in my... the 4K UHD? No, I told you the story. Like, the, um, I was like literally like I was cashing out wrong. Like a little bit before oh, I even walked the in the door. Oh, the steel book. You got the steel book. Before I even walked in the door, uh, literally as I walked in the door, Ron's like, "It's like, are you are you like clocked in?" I'm like. I literally just walked in, dude. And he's just like, clock in. I'm just like, Jesus Christ, you're putting a lot of pressure on me right now. I'm just like, okay, so I clocked in. And he always buys movies every Tuesday, like a ton of them, like a stack. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't anything weird. So, I'm just like, I'm doing it. I'm ringing him out. And he had two copies of Guardians. So I was like, whatever. He has kids. He has grandkids. Like, whatever. And then, like, um, while he was paying, I was taking it over. I was, I was going to check EP on this. And he, like, grabbed it out of my hand. And I was like, all right, Jesus. <laughs> like, I didn't know that I was fucking somehow violating some sort of rule here. And then, like, uh, so I started ringing out Dalton, and then, like... Holy um, shit, Dalton's back there? Yeah. And, um... Okay, I got questions for off mic. Um, but yeah, so I ended up, like, I was, like, I checked EP, and I was, like, I'm just gonna get the regular one. I don't don't need to pay for the steelbook, it's fine. Um, and then, like, uh, Ron came over and, like, handed me the steelbook. He's like, that's yours. And I was like, oh, no, dude, it's fine. I'm just gonna get the regular one. And he's like, no, that's yours. And I was like, what do you mean? And he's like, I bought it for you. It's yours. Yeah. And I was just like, huh? <laughs> and he's like, you do a lot of shit around here that you don't, I know you don't want to do and it pisses you off, but you do it anyway. And you don't complain. I just want to show you that I appreciate it. So this is yours. Ron I is one almost... of the greatest human beings I've ever met in my life. Oh, no, I literally almost cried. I was just like, my own family isn't this fucking nice to me. Like, everything, my fucking family comes with strings attached. Every so uh, like, every shit. midnight release we'd do for games, which I didn't work many of them, he would just buy the game for everyone who worked. He's like, hey, do you own a PlayStation? And they're like, no, nah, do you own an Xbox? Yeah, he's like, all right, here's a copy of the Xbox version. Like, if you worked the midnight release because no one wanted to work midnight releases, he bought you a copy of the game as a thank you. Like, he was... Oh, Ron. Oh, Ron. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Uh-oh. I'm, to yeah, be fair, just... if I had as much money as that man does, I'd probably be that generous too. But <laughs> that guy. Uh, yeah, now I wish we still had many our releases. But um, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but yeah, no, like, um, so yeah, I got the 4K uh, steelbook, and um, I like, I watched it on my TV. It looks fucking amazing. Like, it looks maybe better than it did in theaters. Um, granted, the last time I saw it was in the drive-in, but there you go. Um, but yeah, like it's just like. I, but at the same time, like, 
I grew up on like shitty VHSs, so it's like I don't fucking care. Like it's like yeah, like a really nice transfer is awesome, and I'm really excited about it, and it looks really cool. Like I just bought Reanimator because they did like even though it pissed me off, they did they get 4K remaster but they didn't release it in 4k and i was just like why would you do this like at the very least release the 4k one in like a small batch that i could have that's true like um but yeah like if you do a really nice remaster like i'm super stoked but at the same time i'm like it's like whatever to me like it's like the whether or not i enjoy the movie is what's relevant like that's why to this day um when I watch the Warriors, anything higher than VHS quality, it looks weird to me. Yeah, like, I don't really I, like when they Blu-ray a five. Like, so for example, there's a 4K UHD of The Fifth Element, one of my favorite movies of all time, and I'm still hesitant to be like, wait, wait, wait. The camera that shot this movie was not 4K quality. What did you do matter. to this movie? Well, that doesn't matter though. That's the whole thing. Is it's like um, the same thing they do with uh, like Jaws and Star Wars. Like Jaws on Blu-ray looks better than it's ever looked, and they clearly didn't fuck with it. They just put it through a different process. Like it's basically like it's not like they it's like an, it's algorithms. The yeah, it's all algorithms. Yeah. But I'm just so hesitant. I'm just so scared. And by the way, why haven't I got a 4K of Con Air yet? Where's my uh, UHD of Con well, Air? Well, they're they're very slowly rolling it. Like the Marvel, like the the 4K. Uh, Guardians is the first time Disney at all. Yeah, because Disney's Marvel. a bunch of fucks. Well, no, it's because they're not stupid. And they're just like, let's see if this format is worth investing in. Yes, yeah. Like, or if it's fucking Betamax and we just like we go all in and we get fucked. Yeah. Like, I don't think they ever really say they got an HD DVD because they were just like, let's see who wins. And <laughs> they got HD super and boned with the 3D with the 360. I saw on Craigslist a dude was like, uh, 360 for sale with super rare HD DVD player, and he wanted like 500 bucks for it. It doesn't matter how rare it is. That thing means nothing to everyone. It fizzled, cost Microsoft millions of dollars, and died for a reason. I'm not get, pay, paying a premium for it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, no it. shit. Oh, yeah, no my shit. God. But no, like, so yeah. So like, that's my whole thing is like, it's like games is the same thing where I'm just like, it's why like, um, I was tempted. I didn't do it, but I was tempted to like, play with like the settings that are on the classic NES to like, make it like old school gaming like where it like looks like an old school tv yeah because i was just like why the fuck not but i was yeah. like at the same time like that's more effort than i feel like putting into this so i was just like i just want to fucking play and because the thing with the classic nes everyone's just like it gets boring fast i'm like okay but like for me the whole point of it is something that i can be like well i have 20 minutes to kill like yeah let me launch up metroid sure did you get uh did you get lucky with any uh super nintendo pre-orders or no no, yeah. they released it at two thirty in the fucking morning. Yeah, I was and so Amazon's super- was no Best Buy's was one a.m. Amazon's was super early in the morning, and Walmart's was like one p.m. But it only lasted psh, a minute. Uh, All of them only lasted like I think ten minutes. So my buddy Brendan at work got two in. He got the one at Walmart because at, at twelve fifty he heard a rumor that that was when it might have been. So he got his computer at twelve fifty nine waited on the Walmart website under the SNES, and clicked refresh. Every time it would reload, he'd click it again. And he got in, so he got a pre-order there. And then GameStop announced they were only taking pre-orders in-store. And there's he's up in Lisbon, which nobody lives in Lisbon. So he drove down to the local GameStop uh, like 30 minutes after they had announced this. 
uh, walked in and was like, hey, man, you got any of those pre-orders left? They're like, yeah, we've gotten a couple calls, but you're the second guy to come in. So he's like, all right. So he pre-ordered two of them through two different stores, and he's going to go wait in line September 29th at Best Buy at like four in the morning. He's going to go get in line just to spend time with a friend. Originally, he was going to do it to get one. But now that he has these two pre-orders in, I told him I would, I would like, hey, pick it up for me. I'll pay for it. And, well, I'll give you a $100 bill and you keep the change because it's 80 bucks. So after tax, it's 85 bucks. I was like, I'll give you a $100 bill. You just keep change if you'll stand in line for me. And he's like, sure. So I'm going to get one out of this. He got two. And he said he's thinking of selling one and just using it to buy the 1X because like, he'll probably get like three or 400 bucks on, on eBay because people are idiots. Um, I was like, why don't you just keep it for when like a month in people get desperate and he's like yeah yeah i guess i could because he he's keeping one obviously the dude's a video game collector but the other one yeah i'm getting snes classic out of this and i'm because i'm gonna be starting at eb i'm not gonna be able to go wait in line i'm super stoked for this oh i'm so excited i mean my whole thing is i'm hoping that what happened uh for the classic nes will be happening for this one we're basically like if if I can basically, like, because I guess before we opened, somebody in the store was just like, if anyone wants one, like, just say something and we'll, like, we just sell it to you right now. Mm-hmm. I was like, if we do that, like, I'm, like, I'm down. I was just like. See, our store wasn't like, that cool. Our store was like, employees cannot purchase these for the first, like, five trucks. You can't touch these. And we were like, what the fuck? What's the point in working here, then? This is the yeah, only shit. reason I work here is to get, like, bonuses and advantages on shit that no one really needs to spend money on. Best Buy as a company works on the premise that you don't need this, but it's pretty cool, right? Like, that's literally the whole... So if I'm willing to give you money and I'm there at 7 in the morning for work, I'm fucking buying one, all right? <laughs> that's what, that's the end of it. And no, our store wouldn't let us... Although I read online a bunch of Best Buy stores were basically selling their entire inventory just to employees at first. And there was nothing What's wrong with it. It's not against the policy. No, yeah. So that's my whole thing is like um, I'm going to probably get try to get word around just to make sure that everybody knows that I want one. Because, um, yeah, I would have just fucking ordered on Amazon like right away because I was just like – that's the thing is like the reason they're selling out in 10 seconds is because of assholes like your friend, which pisses me off because I'm like that's why this shit happens. Like that's literally why is because assholes like this – like can turn around and will turn around and sell it for like fucking like however the fuck much they can and that pisses me oh, off. Oh, I hate it reason, so much. I hate it. Same so reason much. as fucking um the Comic Con ticket thing. Where's like last year when like before you uh, came in, I was like looking at like StubHub or whatever. Where I was, like I don't want to sell my ticket. Like I don't want. It's like yeah, I can make two grand, but I was like I wanted to go with fucking a friend, but I was like yeah. I'm not apparently going to do that. I was like fuck it. Like I might as well do something. Yeah. It's like that's the whole thing. It's like scalpers are the that, worst. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. I was like, like, it's like, fuck your friend and fuck everybody else who fucking is, like, doing that shit because people, like, that actually genuinely want it are getting fucked over, yeah. and that's bullshit. Like, yeah. it's like, yeah, like, you're a collector, but then get one for yourself and be done with it. Like, don't yeah. be a fucking asshole. Like, yeah. if everybody, that's the thing. is like, that's why I fucking, that's part of why I hate this fucking country is it's everybody fucking out for them fucking selves. And it's just like... I mean, that's not necessarily our country. That's mostly history. But I totally understand what you're saying. It just pisses me off so much. But yeah, like, that's the whole thing. Is It's like, um, like, with the 1X thing, I'm like, um, like, Lego came in and tried to order it that day. And we, like, you could order it online, but they wouldn't, it wouldn't, it came up in stores. I yeah, I tried to do it at Best Buy and it wouldn't let me. Yeah, so like, um, 
he like he, I don't I think he ended up getting it at like GameStop or something. That's where I got mine. Uh, yeah. Um, but I was just like I was like I have zero interest. I'm just like I'm glad that people are stoked on it. But I'm like it's like it's the same reason I never because uh, everyone just like all the pretentious assholes who were like oh you console game. <laughs> oh my god, I hate that so much. The PC game. So I'm like I was like yes, but I don't have to fucking like it's like PC gaming because I was a kid I PC gamed. Well, like, you basically have to constantly, like, basically upgrade your system. So, that's what I was just about to say. So, you could spend about, let's say you bought a $2,000 gaming computer, because my first gaming computer I built cost about $2,300. If you build a $2,000 gaming computer, that thing will last you roughly five years of playing games at the high settings. Not at 1080p, keep in mind. Graphics up, or uh, uh, resolutions, HDR, all that shit upgrade. So I spend two grand on a on a computer for five years. It'll play it at the max quality. Cool. After that five years, I have to upgrade something, or I have to start turning down my settings. Okay, I can deal with it. So let's say ten years later, I'm still playing that, and I'm just adjusting quality settings. That's a fair estimate. An Xbox cost me the Xbox 360 when I bought it cost me five hundred dollars when it first came out in two thousand and five. I think it was. Uh, in two thousand and I was in up in um. Oswego, New York, I spent another $400, I think this was 2010, for the Halo Reach Limited Edition 360. Same exact console, didn't offer me anything else, but I wanted it because it was the Halo Reach Edition. Bought it, got it, that's $1,000 so far. 2015, five years later, the Xbox One comes out, I spent $500, I get it. 2017, two, or 2014, I think that was. 2017, the 1S came out, or 2016, spent 400 bucks. got it, cool. And now this one came out, and I'm spending 500 bucks, and I get this. This will last me another three years, I think, is what Microsoft's quoting this uh, life cycle at. So, over the last, if you count, if you count the future, in 13 years, I spent roughly $2,300 on Xboxes, but I never had to adjust shit. I just bought a game, slid it in it, and played it at its max quality that it could offer me. PC gamers are doing exactly that. I don't know why they think they're the shit. They're doing, and and most of them don't even just settle with that two thousand dollars computer. Like you said, they upgrade it all the time. You're spending way more than me just to whip your dick out and say you could play it at an X amount of frames per second. Mine is standardized. The friend and party system is a thousand times better. Yes, I have to pay for live, but that's negligible. I get most of it free from work, and even if I didn't, it's sixty bucks a year. Who the fuck cares? Your whole argument is based off the fact that you can run it at this stupid, ridiculous setting for this stupid, ridiculous resolution, and you have to upgrade your shit all the time. I'm happy with one and dunning it and still coming in at a lower cost than you. That's my rant. That's my whole see, thing. If you fucking, like, okay, the 360 I have, yeah. I got for free from my brother. Yeah. Uh, the one I bought for 400 because um, I got it with... Uh, Three or four free games. Yeah, I remember uh, so, that actually. And you traded one back in. You took Madden back in and swapped it out or some yeah, shit for Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So like, all in all, let's say I spent like two hundred because be like, like if you go with the games. Yeah. Um, the one S was a throw in on. That I was gonna say you can consider that as free because the TV was worth more than you paid for both of them together. Yes. So all in all, I spent about two hundred dollars on like Xboxes and like the last yeah. or whatever. It's like, and you're telling me you want me to spend five hundred? Well, I'm so tell you to go what I'm saying because me and you have talked about this a thousand times. Your version of relativity makes no sense to me. Like when we argued about the iPod, remember how big of an argument that was between us? I was like, Not why really. the. F- it was no, that day. No, 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 no. It was you, like, 
getting freaked out. Like oh, no, no, exploding. I thought and you were being like, I'm fine. <laughs> no, no, because an hour later, you told me like, dude, I don't like change. And we had a legit discussion about it. That's not the point. What I'm saying is like, your ideal was like, this iPod lasted me for years. And it cost me 400 bucks. Why not just spend 400 and get the new touch with this, this and the other. And I was like, but you could only spend this much and get this much. I what? never spent anything. Like the, the last iPod was a gift. Oh, okay. So, so it was a gift. So you were like, well, if I you needed the storage, you have a lot of music. But you're like, if I need storage, why the fuck not? It works. I know how it works. I know how this works. I'm just gonna spend the extra. I was like, you could spend, at, at, I mean, easily a hundred less and get the same setup. And you had this back and forth with that. So that's my point with this computer thing. Like, yes, you ended up getting cheap, but five hundred onto the grand scheme of things of gaming and how much you've spent is nothing compared to what it could be if you went this other route so the one x being 500 bucks while right now sounds absurd in the 10 years you've owned xbox products throwing another 500 in there means nothing that's what i would uh, no 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 i get it you didn't spend a lot in general as a whole but if you like as a justification as like a quick like sure to make it worth it that 500 dollars means virtually nothing in the long run and it will offer a quality that i personally think is worth it i see where you're coming from but i totally think it's worth it that's fine and again i'm not, I'm not begrudging anyone for wanting you it. also it's buy a like, lot more games than i do you buy a lot not, more i buy like two a year roughly two a year the ones i pay for i probably buy like two or three a year like okay I so a bunch so instead of saying you buy more you get more games than i do a year sure that's which is still an overall investment into the ecosystem so i think it's I'm just saying, justified that's what i'm actually spending like yeah but if you were to break it down in terms of how much you could be spending, obviously you don't, but you could be spending, like, all the games you own if they weren't gifts, all the systems you got if you paid full retail, that 500 for the 1X quality-wise, I I believe is worth it. For me, it's not. I'm being stupid. I don't need to spend this money. But I want it! I like nice things in... Well, I guess I wear, like, a pair of shorts I've had for, like, 20 years, so I guess nice things isn't the right term. When it comes to technology, <laughs> specifically... And you give me shit for my fucking cargoes. I just don't understand it. And okay, so there's a difference between wearing a really old pair of shorts for a long time and only sticking to one pair of shorts and still buying them new, but still that one style for till the end of time. I, I only have two pairs, and the reason that I oh, the other one fell out of favor is because the zipper broke. Yeah. Well, okay. So so when yeah. that fell out of favor, you bought that exact same pair just again. That's a little Everything different. Everything I own in terms of pants is black. Like, I know, and it's crazy. I don't get it. I just, ah, uh, variety's the spice of life. I need some variation, especially if she's very Asian. I just like switching it up. I don't with my pants. Like, yeah, that's, uh, I guess. I don't get it, but I don't have to get it because I'm not you, right? There you go. It's the whole it's shaving like, the head thing. Stop shaving your goddamn head. I ah. probably will just because we're, we're approaching, um, what, I pro- what I might do is let it grow a little bit before con and oh. then uh, possibly like dye it for con and then um, that would be fun. That would be really shave fun. it off after con. Yeah, because at work you're only allowed like, which our, our, uh, we have a kid at, at our Best Buy who changes his hair like every fucking three weeks it's something different and they don't ask him questions so i don't know i guess it depends on your management but that's neither here nor there yes yeah, i asked specifically like in my like orientation like if i could like diet like even like best buy blue i'm like they're like no and i was like this is fucking bullshit but whatever um so yeah i could just basically just do it like black 
blonde like, like the, the generic colors, colors yeah. yeah or or shit dude just color it one day and go into work and just be like hey you could send me home i'll take a free day that's fine and then shave it when you get home like who the fuck cares at that point they're not gonna I'm send you home so much fucking effort <laughs> they're not gonna send you home um what what what, what were we saying uh, <laughs> uh you were talking about the whole like you're making a metaphor of uh, your pants versus the Xboxes. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes. Um, the the things. So, like you said, you spend what, like roughly forty bucks a, a month on comics, and maybe a little more than that. Yeah, yeah, like forty to fifty, probably. It's somewhere around there. Like that. So that for me is is the comparison I make. Like I fucking I'm in this point in my life where every time I see a comic, I'm like, oh, I have to have it, and then I look at the sticker and I'm like, whoa. Whereas you, you're like, this new run, I'm really enjoying this new run. It's worth three bucks an issue to me. It's totally worth it. Like, I want to keep following up on this. That's what it is for Xboxes with me. Like, every two years, they could come out with a brand new model every two years. And even though everyone would riot, I'd be like, fucking 500 bucks every two years? That's easy. Of course I could do that. That's that's nothing. Like, I could save that up by putting 10 bucks away each week. That's, that's so simple. So it's kind of like what's most important to you. And what's most important to you is just playing the game like can i get the game cool what's most important to me is like what is this game capable of and how do i acquire that form so it's it's a similar thought process just with different things i mean that's the thing it's just like like everybody who like fucking like wants to like okay again i also game differently than most people because i'm just like for me it's just like either the point is to play the story from point a to point b yeah. or to just like play online with people but like, like you're wrestling. I mean, you don't or not wrestling. That's a bad example. Like Mortal Kombat, you're just like, I like fucking around in Mortal Kombat. It's fun to punch things. Cool. Yeah. But it's like when I was playing, um, uh, like the Arkham games, and uh, when like I said I didn't play the side missions. Um, oh my god, I just don't. I still don't understand that. I'll never <laughs> understand how you could not play. I just don't get it. <laughs> my friend James and my friend my my, my brother. Like looked at me like I said like I buried bodies in my backyard. <laughs> and I was just That's like, basically what you said. I was like I don't fucking care, dude. Like I was like, and I even actually tried. When I was playing back through when I got Return to Arkham yeah. uh, for Christmas. I literally like I was just like I was playing RPC. I'm like okay, I'm gonna play it side missions or something. I'm like whatever. And literally my like my I can't. I literally can't. Like every time the side mission pops up, I'm like. It's like, well, yeah, but I still have to do this. Like, I have to, like, it's, like, basically I have to, like, do the actual story. Like, it was just, like, it's, like, if I'm going off to, like, find Mr. Zaz's victims, yeah. then I'm not fucking get, going after the Joker, and that just seems like a terrible fucking idea. Like, so it's, like, I'm going to go after the Joker. Like, yeah. my inclination is not towards, like, fucking, like, mine's, little side Mine's the things. exact opposite, like Skyrim, for example. If you played only the missions in Skyrim, you're done with the game in, like, four hours. See, if you... I, I wish I had fucking known there was a goddamn... Because like, you told me, that's like the whole thing, like, you kept telling me repeatedly, it's like, oh yeah, you just jump on and you just do whatever for a little while and blah, blah. And then like, so like when I first started playing, I'm like, I find this really unfulfilling. And I'm just like, I'm not doing anything. And then you're like, oh, you play the story. I'm like, what fucking story, <laughs> Kevin? Like... <laughs> like, the story is notoriously one of the worst Elder Scrolls story, but this what's available in the world is is the exact opposite it's one of the best in a skyrim's game or uh, elder scrolls games like the story for me so for example i've told you this story i immediately started it the minute i could separate from the main quest i did and i spent uh like 24 hours of real lifetime um so i you know however many weeks that is of constantly picking it up and playing it 
without ever facing a dragon. I was like, what the shit? Like, I I bought this game because the trailer showed me slicing a dragon's dick off. I want that dragon dick. Like, that would make a cool weapon. And I'm running around, and I realize, oh shit, like this, here, you know what? Fuck it. Let's play the story quest. That's gotta have dragons. The very next step was fight your first dragon, and that introduced him to the world. And I screwed myself over by not following it. But that's what I do. I'm like, what does this world have to offer me, not this story have to offer me? I want to just explore. And and you were like, what's where's this going? Where is it? What's going? What's around the corner over here? I don't know. It's just a different uh, aspect of gaming. I don't get it. But if you play the story of Skyrim, like if you ever turned on, I know you did a little bit and got kind of bored of it. If you play the story of Skyrim, it's like a four and a half, five hour game. It's very easy to get through. Well, this is what I just need to fucking start from scratch again. I'm not doing it again. Because that's what happened last mm-hmm. time. Was it like, mm-hmm. I, w- I just started doing my thing, and I ended up in that fucking mountain where the fucking vampire kept killing me over and over and over again. So, like, the point where I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. How do I kill this? I Googled it. It's like, basically, I have to be at least level five to basically even, like, take it on. And I'm like, I'm level two. Like, this is fucking bullshit. Like, how did this happen? <laughs> and then it was just like, Kevin. Kevin is why this happened. Because, like, <laughs> well, you he can, convinced me just re- to do what the fuck I wanted. Erase your save file and start again, and I think you will love it. Well, that's what I did. And I started again. I'm like, I don't really want to start a third fucking time. Yeah, that's but, true. Like, and you can install the mod that makes Macho Man Randy Savage the dragon, and every time it flies around, it says, oh, yeah, Macho Man's coming. And that's how you know Macho Man's around you. And the minute he starts blowing fire, it just goes, yeah and then fire flies out it's perfect and you could do that i think that would make the game way more satisfying for you that's probably fair because the whole thing the thing you were saying before i'm like that's the whole thing with like for me like everything in general is like i care about story more like it's like this reason like i play video games for the story i watch movies for the story i like read comics for the story i watch wrestling for the story like it's like everything i watch is for the fucking story i like stories i like storytelling like when you're like oh hey just dick around and do things i'm like Okay, I can do that outside of my house. Like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm inside my house because I don't like that shit. So, like, I'm like, That's fair. I want to just wash this shit. So, you know what, Patrick? Every time we've done a comic creation, you've had an idea but not a real story. I want you to spend the next week writing an actual story that you can pitch on this. It can be anything, an original. It can be taking a previous concept. It can be a rewrite on it because I've listened to a... um. The Gifted Punksters, where you guys came up with something, you had a, a really good story oh, that I liked. the thing um, where we... The Pitch Fest. The Pitch Fest, that's what it was called. Yeah, yeah that yeah, was yeah. awesome. I want something like that. Um, do you think... It can be anything you want. Comic book, you can write a sequel to a movie. It can be a completely original thought. I want you to pitch me a story, and I'm going to be the Roger Ebert. I'm going to sit back here, enjoy the story, and critique it to my spoiler alert include plenty of dick jokes so i'm like donald trump when you're briefing me in a political meeting you have to you know you have you seen that thing about him you have to say his name at least once in each paragraph keep them into under like four sentences something like that pictures as often as possible my criteria is dick jokes every four to five minutes i need a dick joke coming at me uh give them a punchy character name like uh duke johnson that's a good name (laughs) something like that 
and so you dick jokes and johnson like dick you jokes really, and johnson you need to like you need to look in the mirror and just question some name, things about yourself dude, Kevin. name the guy <laughs> richard johnson and that boom we're solved dick johnson coming at you he's a he's a detective who solves crimes but he's not that good at it but he's persistent and you got to give him some credit for trying real hard and you're like oh there goes dick again fucking up and he's like oh i'm sorry i didn't realize because turns out he's got a huge penis so the all the 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 blood that would be supplying his brain with oxygen is actually in his genitalia, and, and that causes him to have these sort of, like, lapses in judgment. But when it comes back, that's, like, his superpower. When his erection goes away, he can think super clearly. So when he's solving a crime, he's just got to have sex. He's got to get one out so that the minute he's done, he's like, oh, I get it now. Like Monk. You know how Monk would see one yes. thing? It's that, but with sex. Well, that's, like, that's, like, a, that's a weird rumor. Like, that was, like, the whole thing that, um... There was always a thing that was said about John Holmes, uh, the porn star, Love it. where um, that he could, uh, or he uh, apparently was never fully hard, because if he, if all the blood uh, like went to his penis that needed it to be fully hard, he would pass out. Huh. Which, honestly, I don't think people understand uh, a science or b how much cocaine John Holmes was on back at that point. That's legit. The fact that he was able to get an erection at all was damn near miraculous. Like, and like, your body will, it has enough blood to do anything it needs to do. Like, that's kind of the way it works. Like, that is basic biology. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, I don't think people understand science or like cocaine, but like, whatever. Okay. Enjoy that rumor. That's fine. So, on, before we go into who's who, on the next episode of Men of the Machine, here's what's going to happen Patrick is going to pitch a story that I'm going to critique. Spoiler alert, I'll probably love it. B, he's going to host the show. So these moments right now where I'm laying out the future, this is Patrick next week. He's going to introduce us, sign us out, and lead us into the games. Spoiler alert, you have to come up with who's who's and who would win in a fight for me that you think I could answer. And C, there is no C. I was just in a role there, so I had to move on. So who's who? Let's play the game. Do you have anything else to add? I don't know where we were. I talked about dicks for a minute there. Video games was the original intent. Do you have anything else to say there? I think I'm fine, except for Adam Cole. Yeah, all right. So let's move on with who's who, you son of a bitch. Uh, Who's who, Bowser and Ganondorf? Uh, I think that's a good one. They're both badasses who punch shit down. I think you'd be more Bowser and I'd be more Ganondorf because it's like, I mean, yeah, like I'm, I'm all about the brute force, but at the same time, yeah. like I'm clever and Ganondorf is clever. Like, yeah. and he's al- like, I also feel like Ganondorf is more, and this is to your credit, uh, and it's similar to Clever, but more thought out. He has a legitimate plan, whereas Bowser's just like, if I take your bitch, then I'm going to piss you off. And that seems like something I'd do. <laughs> it does. So I get that. I get that. Uh, physical stature, I would say I'm neither, and you're both, if that makes sense. So that's, <laughs> ir- so that's irrelevant. That doesn't really help us there. Uh, and who played Bowser in the fucking Mario? Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Nobody Dennis played Bowser. I was thinking oh. That's right, King Koopa. God, what an embarrassment. We should watch that movie together sometime. Oh, I am coming up to you soon, so we'll watch that movie together. All right, sure, I'll be Bowser. I'm down with being the Bows. Uh, Who's who? Knuckles from Sonic the Hedgehog and Shadow from Sonic the Hedgehog. 
both badass guys. Shadow is kind of a bad guy, kind of a good guy, depending on the game you're playing. Knuckles is well, Knuckles. That's the thing. I only vaguely know because I stopped playing Sonic games. I actually really want Sonic Mania, um, but I ended up getting because I, I I scrolled away money this week. So basically, like that's the thing that's really annoying about fall. It's basically like every fucking cool movie that came out in the summer comes out through the fall. Yeah, and you gotta buy them all. Month window. So basically, like I had squirreled away money for uh, Guardians, I ended up spending on Daredevil instead. Um, oh, so worth so it. So like, I, that's why I still don't have uh, Sonic Mania, um, even though I really want it. I've heard like, nothing but phenomenal Sonic. things about it. Oh, me too. Blessing is like um, the whole thing with uh, Shadow is like I stopped playing Sonic games. Like I think it was like after like. Whatever the Dreamcast one was, like I think that was the last one I ever played. Uh, Sonic Adventures uh, with the uh, Chow World. Yep. Probably yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I only I only kind of know who Shadow is. So like I'm not like. All right, well fine. One. This one will be easier. Just who do you think looks cooler, and we'll either argue over why not or why it is. Because I know which one I think looks cooler. I guess Shadow looks cooler. <laughs> See, that's where I think you're wrong. That makes it so easy. I'm Knuckles. Your Shadow. Sh- I, the thing I like about Knuckles is he's got like red dreadlocks. Like Sonic's yes. all fucking coked up with the with the hair all up and out of the way. Knuckles is like he's chill with the hair down and he's got the spikes on his fists, so he's always ready to party and not in like the we're gonna play party and then like oh what you want to go outside huh you want to party you know like douches would say at a club when they're trying to fight you. That's more and I feel like I'd be that guy anyways. Whereas you'd be like that guy sitting in the corner like oh you fucking drunks just out here dude Sonic's over there doing his cocaine. I'll just kick it. I'll just kick it. Have some fun. That does sound like me. Yeah, so, okay, I'm Knuckles, your shadow. That's legit. Although Knuckles is very chill. I feel like I'm painting him in a bad light. He's a chill character, but still. (laughs) All right, and then the final who's who, I'm going to need your help. I I know which one I would pick for me, but I'd probably be wrong. Versions of Batman, and I'm not going to limit this to animated film or comic. I'm talking Batman in the whole spectrum. Everyone's acted or wrote or voiced him differently. Which version of Batman would we be? You, my knee-jerk reaction is to say that you would be George Clooney Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, I think I'd be better than George Clooney's Batman. (laughs) Well, no, because like he's like just kind of a character that's just kind of like he's the exact same whether he's in the costume or not in the costume. Oh, okay, okay, that's (laughs) like that was that's always my argument with why George Clooney sucked was like it's not even that I think he's bad as Bruce Wayne. It's just the problem that he's exactly the same whether he's in the mask or not. I'm just like. How is this different than, like, how would you not know that guy's Batman? He talks in the exact same tone of voice. He'd be like, oh, it's you again. Got it. (laughs) Um, It'd be like if you were Batman and you were saved my life and you'd be like, well, that's the thing. Hold on. That's the thing about this. And I'd be like, oh, Patrick? I mean, you said that's the thing back to back. This must be Patrick. You didn't even attempt to change your mannerisms. You went 100% through it. I know who you are. Moving on. No, I mean, Leslie is like I honestly, <laughs> as much as I dis, as much as I want to be like Christian Bale Batman, because I do shift my voice into a growl all the time. You do growl no at me randomly. Um, I do feel like I'm closer to, even though I hate him, uh, not hate, but I don't like him. Uh, the Michael Keaton Batman because okay. uh, he's basically the really dark Batman, but also really neurotic Bruce Wayne, and I'm like, yeah. I am both of those things. That's a good one. That's a good one. I also from watching the killing joke would say that that version of batman that specific movie not uh uh what's that guy's name who's voiced him a bunch um kevin conroy kevin conroy not like the animated series or any of that but specifically that movie's batman was very like 
I don't need anybody's help. I'm gonna take care of this. And they're like, well, well, you might. And you're like, nope, don't need anybody's help. And you're like, ah, fine, all right, damn it. I can't really fight this guy. I guess I'll just go bang him on a rooftop and then let him be. Like, that's what you are to me. The guy I'd bang on a rooftop and then let you be. So if that's my vote, that's my vote. Again, these are questions you need to ask yourself <laughs> in the mirror. Or just, a, well, there's or nothing really... wrong. Hey, there's nothing wrong with just weighing out the options. Okay, that's all I'm saying. And I'm just saying you need a good therapist, but that's fine. Like whatever. Like I'm neither confirming or denying. I would say for me, I am probably Adam West's Batman more than anything. See, else. I thought that because it's, I thought that's the exact same situation where he's the same and he's in the costume and the same as he's yeah. not. But, like, I feel like um, the George Clooney Batman is a little bit goofier. Like, okay, the Adam point. West Batman is... Campy. He, no, nothing. He's not. The world around him is. But, like, he's basically playing a true version of, like, what that was at the time. Like, he okay, basically yeah. was playing that. Whereas, like, George Clooney, like, went with the camp. Like, Adam West was basically just playing it straight. He just was in this really fucking campy world. Yeah. I just feel like the line, you know, there's nowhere to get rid of a... Or there's no good place to get rid of a bomb is something I would say. That's the, really all I was weighing that on. But I'll take George Clooney. I'll take it. That movie was all right if you're I, a child. I bet you would take George Clooney. <laughs> well, I'm not. So come on. I would plead the fifth on this one, guys. I don't know. <laughs> just saying he's not bad looking i mean not great like i've always been i like this the peppered hair that's nice like ryan reynolds got going now that's a good look i guess but i don't know oceans <laughs> 11 was a good movie but i don't really like anything else i'm just saying i'm not i'm not trying to defend myself here i'm just pointing out facts is all i'm doing all right so moving on who would win in a fight what who's that guy hold on let me google this guy i don't remember what my thought process was when typing this so i have to make sure that's the problem is i just put down names that i see on the internet and expect you to know them but if i don't know them when i ask you kind of defeats the purpose a little bit oh okay what why would i put that guy against this guy whatever i'll ask you either way who would win in a fight patrick a Goron in Zelda versus Zora in Zelda. Um, the Gorons are the rock people. The fish are the fish people are the Zoras. Yep. I feel like the Goron would win because um, it's like the thing versus Namor, but like not nearly as like strong and cool as Namor. Okay. So I like, get I, get I definitely feel like the Gorons would win. But aren't like, the Zoras like really like big? Aren't they large in stature? Not necessarily. Not oh, all of them. okay. Okay. I'll take your logic on that one since I don't the know Gorons shit about it. The are pretty goddamn big, actually. Remember that whole thing about playing video games for stories and whatnot? <laughs> I'm not really that good at that. I just see things and go, that's neat. All right. Who would win in a fight? The Joker versus Doctor Who? <gasps> blah, blah, blah. Okay. First of all, first of all, the doctor. The, the doctor. doctor. The Joker versus the Doctor. Sure. Um, I mean, the Doctor has all of the fucking powers of like the TARDIS in space time. Yeah, and but the, the Joker's, Joker's just, uh, like, got crazy the Joker dude with a knife. Like, so would the Joker be able to? Because um, I mean, some might say that the Joker knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. How would he learn that information? Is the Joker cunning enough to learn out learn stuff about the Doctor that would? be advantageous for him i mean i don't think it would really matter because in the end like, the thing is like 
I would still put a sonic screwdriver up against the Joker's knife any day of the week. Like, mm, I guess. Um, I and I love the Joker. Saying. Don't get me wrong, but like, the Doctor has advanced technology, is super intelligent, and thousands of years old. The Joker is like a crazy dude with a knife. Like, yes, he's a smart. Like, you could argue the whole thing of like um, Grant Morrison, where he's not insane. He actually has a form of super sanity, and like, you, I mean, he's this intelligent figure like you can argue all of these things and i don't think they're inaccurate but i still think if you're putting him against the doctor i'm like i don't see that even being okay it's not even really a fair fight (laughs) i'll 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 give you that i'll give you that i feel like the joker would perplex the doctor so i i I, in a straight fisticuffs yeah joker would like pull out this cute little switchblade and he'd be like bazoop you're gone but i feel like his his logic would be illogical obviously to the doctor to the point where he'd be like what the what the fuck's going on? Oh, stabbed in the ribs. Oh, oh God, I wasn't ready for this. But not to the point where it'd kill him. It would be that classic Joker, like, I'm just proving to you that you're a fuck. And then the doctor would figure something out. I just, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, to me, like, the Joker isn't even on the level of the master. The master's even something that, that the fucking doctor has defeated several times. Granted, usually it takes a lot of effort, but like... Fair, fair. <laughs> All right, so final who would win in a fight. This might be the final unless I'm overlooking something and you completely throw it out. Magneto versus Vision. Movie version of Vision, not comic version, because comic, he's he's made of metal. That kind of defeats the purpose of this battle. But the movie version is like this weird uh, like strain of a mix between yada yada. So he doesn't get to pull I mean- Mag- Vision apart in like two seconds. I was vibranium was involved. I know, I but think, it was like, it? yeah, it was. It was. <laughs> it mixed human DNA with vibranium. The way they explained it was really fucking weird. Yeah. So let's just assume that in that scenario, Magneto doesn't have control over his skin because it's his skin. It's not a like metal plate. So movie vision versus Magneto. I mean, in fairness, I mean, even in fucking X Men Two, where like he pulls the iron out of the guy's blood, like yeah. I don't think that really matters that much. But like, that's true. But Vision does. Well, I guess he does have normal blood because they did try to make him human. Oh man, that's tricky. Okay, you know what? Throw that one out the window. Who would win in a fight? Daredevil versus Link. Uh, I mean, Link has managed to like save the entire fucking universe he he's a good fighter he's very engagements. he's a very clever fighter depending on who's got the control in their hand but that's irrelevant he's agile he's got the sword and shield he's very quick but it's fucking daredevil so no, i know but like in the end like vision or i'm sorry uh link is like i don't know i feel like link just because like as much as i love daredevil like daredevil's He's a dude, and he has, yeah, he's enhanced senses and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And, like, but at the same time, like, I'm like, I feel like Link would find a way to persevere. Because, Christ, he beat, like, fucking how many iterations but, of Ganon? Over the but my devil's advocate here, some oh, may argue. Oh, oh, I'm just saying, <laughs> devil of Hell's Kitchen's advocate here. Uh, a lot rides on the Master Sword only. And Daredevil's not necessarily, like, weak to the master sword obviously he's weak to a sword it'll cut him but you know what i mean that's not like his downfall it's just another sword to him so i don't know i don't know i'll take your word for it you give me your i'll give you this how about this how about this how about this i don't want to do the out of 100 i don't want to do definitive yada yada you're writing the story do you have link persevere to the point where he like gets the shit kicked out of him but figures it out or do you have daredevil do well something similar but he comes out on top I would definitely have Link win. Like, as much as I love Daredevil, 
Like, I feel like the fact that Link has been able to, like, manage to, like, save the entire fucking universe however the hell many times at this point. Like, I don't think that anyone can beat him in battle, honestly. That's true. Like, that's, that's legit. I'm not going to argue that. Plus, if you go based off Majora's Mask, he could just throw a mask on and come at Daredevil a thousand different ways. So that would be cool, too. Or he could just lose the fight, Ocarina of Time it to the, time it, to the beginning of the fight, fight again. There's a lot of variables here. But, all right. So really quick, Patrick, I'm going to give you two options. One, sure. you can chat through silence while I go to the bathroom. Or two, you can sit in silence and I'll edit this out. I don't want to know your answer. I'm just going to put my headset down and see what happens. Jesus, take the wheel. Raise that go. <laughs> um, I mean, I kind of want to troll Kevin and just repeatedly just go, Adam Cole, baby! But I'm not going to do that. Um, I will say that, like, to wrap all of this together, I mean, A, uh, if you're into the Xbox One X, Rock on. If you're not in the Xbox One X, like me, I understand. Um, I guess we'll see how that shakes out. Until it's, like, basically not a more powerful version of the One S. I don't give a shit. The only reason I have a One S is because it was gifted to me with that fucking TV that I bought. I don't give a shit otherwise. And, like, to mention the thing before, which I feel like I already did kind of tie it together by mentioning Adam Cole. But, uh, yeah. Uh, I still recommend watching New Japan Pro Wrestling. Because right now it is at the most glorious time it's been in years, if not ever. Um, but also, like, NXT is back on the rise. So I would really like to see what happens here. And I am back based on the <laughs> fact that there was a discussion Then I don't need to edit anything. Oh, that's so nice. No work required from Kevin. Uh, don't even tell me what you said. I'll listen. I'll listen back. Don't you worry about it. All right. Final section. Uh, uh, item, uh, uh, thought, uh, uh, finds a way. I was doing the whole life thing I, without I know saying it. <laughs> I know what you're doing. <laughs> the end of every episode for the current, uh, what episode are we on? Five, so the next five weeks will be Rick and Morty. Did you watch the most recent episode? I did right before we jumped on, yes. Oh, that's so great. Uh, okay, so you've only watched it once. As we discussed earlier, I have a tendency to overwatch these things already seen it uh six or seven times what did you think give me your quick one episode overview uh thought on it i do think that the first one this season that hasn't been better than the last i agree but it's still part of a really really good like it's i i still count it as like part of a remarkably consistent season like it's i agree not better than the last one but i would say it's like it's probably better than the, the first episode maybe um and like i mean i kind of liked the b story better than the a story but i did really like the a story as well um the a story was obviously rick and jerry yeah yeah uh, it it decided to steal from the very from this episode is so or this season is so amazing at like referencing and tying it into what the show is like based off of so the very opening is a is a replication so the ending of episode one of season three was a replication of the ending of episode one of season one and the beginning of this episode was a replication of the beginning of the very first episode with him just dragging him out of bed to go on an adventure except this time it's jerry that he grabs a hold of i would agree that it's the first time an episode has not been better the vindicators is my favorite episode of the of the show not not of this season of the show I don't know why. I've watched it four or five more times since we recorded last, and I just, 
oh, it's just so good. So yeah, I agree with that. I don't know if I would say it's better than the season opener. I would definitely say it's the base level. Like this, the season opener, and probably the Mad Max. I know you love that one. Are all like on that even... Is- Oh, I'm, okay. I'm counting the season opener as okay. Yes. So oh. if we're, I'd say it's a little bit better than the one, uh, the Szechuan sauce one. Okay. Um, I would say it's on par with the Mad Max one. I put those three all on one plane of excellence. Just like that's the bar, and then Pickle Rick's amazing for a thousand reasons I talked about on last episode, and then the Vindicators, my favorite of the entire show. I, at first viewing though, I didn't feel that. Like when I first watched it, I was like, "What the fuck? Like this show dipped so hard." And I've done that a handful of times. Season two did that to me a couple of times. But upon repeated viewings, I'm like, this is genius. Like, this is so goddamn good. Like, for example, my favorite scene in that whole episode where freaking Rick has, so they're like, he has cybernetic uh, level C or above, emphasis on the above, and it shows like all this stuff. He uses that goddamn cybernetics thing like Goonie style. He shoots a plunger to steal a guy's gun, and then it shows him make the derpy face while he reaches for it. And then just shoots the guy's head off like nothing matters. That was amazing. That's without a doubt my favorite scene. Like he has all this, uh, um, like mechanical engineering done to his body, and all he uses it for is just to use a fucking plunger to grab like candy bars off a shelf. Like it it serves no purpose other than getting something close to him. That's ridiculous. Uh, I, I do love though the, the the bad guy. The voice was Clancy Brown, which makes me remarkably happy. That was excellent. Uh, do you know who Clancy Brown is? No, but I read an article about it that uh, referenced him a thousand times and talked about how cool it was, and I was like, "Oh, that is cool." Yeah, he. When I was a kid, he was uh, he was the Kurgan in Highlander, which I watched a bunch of times. Oh, um, I can Google him while you're talking. And make this easy on all of us. But yeah, like um, mostly the thing I like him most for is he was the voice of Lex Luthor um, in um, Superman: The Animated Series and Justice League. Oh shit! I totally know this guy. Where do I know He's him like, from? I guess doing the voice of uh, Surtur in um, Thor Ragnarok. Um, but yeah, like whenever like Clancy Brown appears anywhere, I'm excited. Clancy Brown, where do I know this guy's face from? I see it so clearly in my head, and I'm like, where are... Oh, he was in season two of Daredevil. <sighs> Who was he in that? He's Sponge in SpongeBob. Officer. He's in SpongeBob for some reason, but that's also... He was Frank's commanding officer. The, the, uh, oh, you're right. Yeah, the bad guy. The guy he shoots in the, the fucking end yeah, when the, he's the like, dr- you won't drug, kill me. Supplier. It doesn't yeah. do anything for you. And he's like, oh, it kind of does something for me. Kapow! Right in the face. Yeah. Um, yeah, maybe that's exactly what I'm thinking of, actually, because he's been in a lot, and it would take me forever to... Su- nope! I've already found it. He's in Mortal Kombat. Boom. Yeah, yes. Um. So, anyways... That was great. Another thing I picked up on at first and then read a review and was like, it pointed out to me. I don't know if you noticed, when they look over his body and they tell you the Class C uh, cybernetic enhancements, his heart is one of them. Like, yeah, as like an analogy of like, Rick doesn't have a heart anymore. Like, there's a reason why he's so fucking cold and doesn't care about anything. Obviously, your heart isn't where your actual emotions <laughs> is. I'm just saying, as like a metaphor, the dude I has... Understand a literal scientific heart like not a human heart anymore and i thought that was pretty neat i was like that's that's clever um i did you know i noticed that right away yeah the 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 fact that summer plays such a small part in dialogue but such a large part in that part b story is okay again with the the fucking puns really kevin really oh it's a big part um it also it continued to push ahead. Morty has 
one of the most badass Morty moments ever. (laughs) You hurt my sister, Ethan. (laughs) You hurt her bad. And he's cooking a s'more over the fire. And he reaches over at the machine. I was like, oh, you fucking, yeah, get him, Morty. Like, you're, Morty is no, officially from this point on, Morty is no longer the idiot. At all. This whole season has been basically him, like, kind of coming into his own. Because, like, he started out as basically the things that were happening to him. Yeah. And now it's like he's becoming, like, his own thing. We're just like, I remember, like, uh, when he's having like the he's yelling at his mom for like just being Rick with the yeah. fucking gun. Yeah. And he just like he's like basically just like yelling at his mom and the guy's like like I'm having a private conversation with my mother, like general That part was great. And they also so like you said, it's no longer about what's happening to him, it's about what's happening around him. He's yeah. it's turned from him being unaware of the situation to him accepting and dealing with the situations. And I think that's beautiful because it would be so easy. I would still, personally as a fan, you know how i feel about the show i'd still be 100 percent sold if he was the nip like numbskull in the corner going oh i don't know what's going on i'm freaking out but no they're turning him into like this they're turning him into rick he's he's becoming cold yeah. he's becoming like hardened and he's stopping he's he's stopping he stopped caring about the little shit and i feel like there's so many ways you can go with that like it's only up from here for morty like there's no way he can possibly go back to being you know, he's only he, down if you look at it in a certain light yeah, that's, where it's just like he's losing his innocence and his sweetness and everything he's, that made him different. The, you watch the after credits scene, right? Yeah. Alright, so yeah, there's it's no longer that scene where he's badass, you hurt my sister, Ethan. Like that that scene could have just been metaphorical, cool. But then they show you in the after credit scene the aftermath of Morty being pissed. He fucking dist- like deforms this boy to the point of no return. He Cronenbergs him. He Cronenbergs Ethan to the point where he'll never live a normal life. He's literally turning into Rick. I mean, he he used to be the guy trying to save that fart that was voiced by Jermaine Clement. Like, oh no, you can't kill anyone no matter the circumstances. That, honestly, if I rewatch the show, that might have been the turning point where he actually kills that thing and starts becoming a little more cold. But he he has officially given up on his, like... uh, like his his remorse like his his ability to feel empathy for anything else is gone he's just like you hurt someone in my family or something even that moderately affects me you're done and i'll take care of it that's that's crazy and wonderful to think about where that could go because they could still turn the dial on you they could still play this crazy out of nowhere scheme where morty still feels like the fish out of water but understands it or continue down this path of morty slowly gaining the upper hand like pickle rick showed you what happens when rick loses control anyone could have done anything he was 100 percent defenseless and you could take the show that way so much harder you could give morty the upper hand which is amazing and uh i don't know if i told you i played the rick and morty vr game no dude oh, yes, no you did yes, yes, yes it's impressive it's a lot of fun and i'm really excited for one thing so this was this is this will be cool whoever listens to this if you're a rick and morty fan at the very end of the of the um game i guess at the end of it's not the game doesn't technically end it's like a job simulator you just keep doing stuff and like fucking around and there's random like easter eggs and and whatnot going on but at one point morty is just completely like uh, disgusted at Rick because Rick kills this baby animal just out of nowhere. Just grabs this random. It's a. Uh, it's from an alien planet. Grabs it, tears on its like it looks like a um. What's the punching bag in the back of your throat called? 
uvula. Yeah, it's uvula. It looks like a uvula coming out of the uh, underside of this animal, basically a ball sack. And if you grab it and pull on it, it kills the animal. That comes into play later when you're killing a big one. Uh, and after he does that, Morty's like disgusting. He's like, you know what? That's it, Rick. I'm a vegan. Vegan Morty now. I don't I don't do anything fuck with animals. From season four on, Morty's a vegan. Obviously, season four hasn't happened yet, so I'm super excited to see if either the ending of season three or the beginning of season four, they tie that in, because that would be a very, very cool like Easter egg for fans who were able to play the VR game. The VR population is very small. That shit's expensive. You need a nice computer to run it, whatever. If that comes into play, back on this podcast, we're going to be talking about it. Okay. I'll be like, oh, <laughs> shit, they did it. They brought it back. Are you kidding me? Well, it depends how uh, involved Justin Roiland and Dan Harmon were in that game. They they designed because... the entire game. All they the only thing they didn't do was the actual animations and shit like that. They had a hand in every uh, mission, okay. every. Then it's uh, probably detail. they're probably welcome to play because they do yeah. seem to be dudes who have like played the long view. So it's so that game is so freaking ridiculous, dude. So like you're basically just in the garage and you can like you can't walk because well in VR you'd have to use the joystick, but if you use the controllers to move, it creates I don't know the term. But basically, when you're in VR, it feels like it's actually you. I almost fell over two times trying to lean against Rick's workbench. Like, I was like, I like, I, it was a part of the mission where you had to listen to Rick talk. So um, your hand with, well, holding the controller had a watch on it. You'd pull it up to your face and his face would like holographically project out and you'd listen to him. So I went to like elbow lean on the counter and I almost fell and I was like, oh shit, this isn't real. Uh, so whatever that ver- you know, selling yourself on the game, if you walk without actually walking, it creates motion sickness. So this game did a really clever thing about that where, um, you were a clone of Morty and you could teleport. So instead of walking, you would just point aim and teleport there and instantly be there and it would solve that issue. So you're in the warehouse the entire, or I mean the garage the entire time you're solving these puzzles, you're using portals to go to different places, but not like move to them, just kind of show up in them. Um, and yeah, supposedly they had a they had a hand in everything. And there's random little things like when you're in you're in a bathroom grabbing supplies for something, you build like this alien plunger, and it's special in some way. Uh, you can hear uh, Jerry through the door knocking on the door. Morty, is that you? What you? I thought you were out in the garage. What are you doing there? And if you're not looking at the door, you don't hear it. Like as if your actual perception. They try to do it really uh, immersive like that. If you're not looking at it, you don't hear it. So random stuff like that, they hid all over the game but if they bring that vegan thing into se- the end of season three or the beginning of season four my mind will be blown i'll be so ready for it god <laughs> i love rick and morty so much <laughs> oh it's so good <sighs> i can't top that this, this has been another machine <laughs> uh, patrick hey you don't get to sign us out this isn't next <laughs> week already you son of a bitch you wait your turn as always, this has been Men of the Machine. I am Kevin the Captain Mills. I'm Patrick Vicious. And thank you for listening. <laughs>